This is Unclaimed Bands, show 108. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight my guests are The Upset Victory. How you doing? Good, how you doing? This is uh, Steven with The Upset Victory. That's uh, that's what I wanted to make sure everybody understood. Unfortunately, the whole band couldn't be with us because they're traveling, doing other important band things. Uh, but we are happy to have Stephen here with us. Um, Stephen, before we jump completely into the whole interview, why don't we give people a taste of your music in case there's somebody out there that hasn't heard it? Oh, uh, absolutely. What song are we going to hear? This uh, this will be Fake This, and it's the first track and first single um, off Wall Street, which is our most recent release. And you can get it on iTunes, so check it out. This is the new, uh, this is the new single, Fake This. All right. Let's take a listen to it. What's it like to feel so just With your self-serving convictions Climb down from your high horse You are worthless, yet still You can't even do that right To want the things you have But you hate all the things you
All right, that was Fake This by the Upset Victory. Man, I got to tell you, uh, I listened to uh, listened to not only the, the music that you sent me, but some of your earlier stuff. Uh, really dig yeah. it, man. It's cool stuff. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Appreciate that a lot. Yeah, it's, um, you know, Wall Street um, is a slight departure from some of our other releases, but I think in a good way. And um, if, you, if you are not familiar with the whole catalog of our music, uh, you'll certainly hear a lot of different um, elements in each release. We try and make each release a little bit different than the previous. So, Which is great. That's the way bands grow and stuff like that, at least smart bands. You know what I mean? They expand Absolutely. their audience and they, they expand as artists, uh, which Absolutely. is really what's needed. Uh, how did I you think... guys... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, what were you going to no, say? No, I just think that it kind of can get a little redundant, too. It's like if you if you keep rehashing the same theme. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, you know, we're ultimately always going to be... Um, have that rock and roll kind of uh, element to our music, but kind of mix it up um, with, like I said, each release, trying to strive to do something a little bit different. Yeah, there, around. there's difference between having a signature sound and having the same sound over and over and over again. Exactly, so. absolutely. Um, how did you guys start as a band? How did it all get together for you? Um, pretty pretty uh, typical um, in the sense that like we're all veterans of we're all from Cincinnati, Ohio, mind you, but um, we're all kind of veterans of our local music scene. And I had been in some bands. Um, Frank had been in some bands, the other guitarist. And uh, him and I actually started the band just by a simple phone call because bands that he was in prior, um, we would all get together and play shows, that whole thing. And out of the ashes of our previous bands kind of came the upset victory, and we laid the groundwork by a simple phone call in late 2005 and started practicing in, you know, December around Christmas of 05 and then played our first show in January of 2007 and just quickly just went from there and kind of solidified the lineup as we went. And um, it was kind of nice because that experience in other bands allowed us to kind of not make the same mistakes that we uh, did with that or, you know, hopefully uh, with, that we would not make with the upset victory. So it kind of all went uh, full circle there. It was kind of nice. Yeah, every once in a while it's good to have, like, the band that the band that has the training wheels, and then when it comes off you can go to another band and go, okay, I don't need that anymore. Exactly, exactly. And, um, yeah, it was, all, uh, it, it was all on the up and up, and it was really nice. And uh, a lot of the guys, like I said, are all kind of veterans of um, the, the rock scene, I guess, in Cincinnati. So it was pretty easy to kind of just get, uh, get the ball rolling. Do you, you know, you talk about uh, mentioning, obviously, you're from Cincinnati, Cincinnati, and it's got a great music scene out there. Uh, we've, we've talked to other bands from Cincinnati and Ohio in general. Um, what, are, what are the biggest influences for the band, whether personally, professionally, you know, for, for the band and for you? Well, yeah, that's a tough call. You know, I can't speak for everyone in the band. Like I said, we all kind of grew up on rock. I mean, I grew up on everything from like Iron Maiden and Thin Lizzy, but then I grew up on like Motown records that my dad would play. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like seventies rock. Okay. Obviously that's a given, but, um, yeah, you know, just a a broad spectrum of stuff over the years. Um, like before the world or excuse me, before the world ends, um, was a concept kind of album, which was came out before wall street. Yeah. So from an inspiration standpoint, I guess, lyrically, that that kind of, we got inspiration from, like, you know, film and novels and stuff like that um, to, kind of, to kind of craft that story. 
Um, and you can check out that album and listen to it from start to finish and, and kind of understand what we're going for there. But, you know, you, I kind of get inspiration from just everything. I, I think it goes back to that initial point that I made that you can't write the same album twice. And if, as a fan, I, I'm a music fan, I wouldn't want the band to write the same album twice. So mm-hmm. you kind of almost have to open your ears to a wide variety of music, whether it be rock, pop, you know, jazz, fusion, whatever the case may be. So you can kind of explore different genres and implement that into your own sounds. So for me personally, you know, inspiration comes daily, you know, walking out the front door and just trying to listen to different artists. And, you know, that's how I get inspiration personally. That's cool. That's cool. Drawing from life experiences and everything else. Yeah, you have to be open to it. I I think sometimes people... um, different artists that we've we've talked to and obviously the ones i've met to try try a little too hard to write a song as opposed to you know writing a song based on what they you know they see like they get an idea and they go okay i get it's got to be about this and they're not open to to new things or or, or things like that so that's uh really good that you're uh you're, you're open that way i i wanted yeah. wanted to ask in january released um you had the release of wall street and you yeah. mentioned earlier in this that uh you know it, it's a Obviously, as you've changed and tried to do different records and not recreate the same record over and over again, with Wall Street, there's kind of like a little bit more of a departure uh, from what I, from what I hear. What was it like yeah. crafting that record for for you? Uh, you know, for the band, how did they? What was the approach for that? How did you? You know, kind of give me some insight yeah. into that. Absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, um, in the past, I'd say the first couple releases, uh, we were also a four piece, mind you. Uh, the other guitarist uh, and myself, Frank would get together, write guitar parts, then formulate vocals, then formulate lyrics. And that was kind of the process for the first couple records. When Jason, the standalone singer, came into the fold, um, it was you know, great because it was the added benefit of two singers, but it was also the added benefit now of you know, a third songwriter. And with that gave Frank and I the freedom to focus on a lot of the music aspects and guitar and stuff, and then allowed him the freedom to focus on vocals, melody, and lyrics. So mm-hmm. now it was like, um, I don't want to use the word assembly line, but it was almost like there was roles that were being filled as opposed to one person or two people trying to fill every role mm-hmm. as a songwriting. So now it was, it was great. And we also stripped down um, the songwriting approach this time where it would be one acoustic guitar, maybe two, that's it and basically like a little eight-track recorder at an apartment, um, at at our practice space, whatever the case may be, and just working on vocals and basic guitar parts and just focusing on the foundation and the framework of the song, Mm -hmm. presenting that to the producer down in Orlando. He, you know, collectively we'd kind of cherry-pick which songs we wanted to work with and develop. And then once we got down there, we'd add all the bells and whistles, the drums, the bass, the production, the different instrumentation, all that. But our firm belief these days is that you got to build a good framework, a solid foundation for the song, um, and then go from there. Oh, yeah. yeah um, and that's kind of worked for us. That's uh, how we well, kind of do it. That's yeah, that's, and that's what you need to do. You need to have that foundation before you can add in all the bells and whistles, and yeah, you know, absolutely, and not not literally bells and whistles, but you know, it depends. <laughs> I think there might be bells on a song. I don't know. There's like banjo. There's mandolin on a song. There's 
Any spoons uh, or washboard? Or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> hey, whatever at this point. I mean, we're open to anything. So. Hey, if it, if it fits, it fits, right? Absolutely. Um, from your first record to Wall Street, what, what do you think is the biggest thing you learned as a band? Um, the biggest thing, well, from a songwriting standpoint, I can say just really focusing in on the songs. I think in the early days, it, we were so caught up with, well, how fast and how technical can we play? And that's great, and I love that kind of music to this day. You know, I, I still love like bands like Strung Out or Iron Maiden and all. You know, I love that kind of stuff. But as I kind of develop more and more as a songwriter, and not to say those people aren't amazing songwriters because they are in their own right, I also kind of wanted to explore, we all did, different things. So I mm-hmm. think from a songwriting standpoint, the biggest thing we've um, developed, or, or I don't want to use the word change, but developed is certainly um, a knack for trying to pen memorable songs. Um, and, I, and not that the other songs weren't memorable, but really focusing in on the, the heart and soul of the song, yeah. and not necessarily the technicality of it. Uh, no. A good song is a good song, either way you slice it. It uh, doesn't matter if there's a guitar solo in it or not, you know. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest things we've learned and, and grown from. Exactly. Uh, now, as far as that EP is done and over, but can we expect some new music from you guys? Are you guys working on some new stuff? Absolutely. That's exactly what the last couple months have been. We, You know, a lot of people, we've gotten a lot of, like, show offers and tour offers and and things like that, and and to be honest, it's just kind of come down to really focusing on writing. That's our next thing that we want to do. We're playing a few select dates around our hometown, but we're going to gear up and get ready to to go write again in Florida, and then, you know, just, I don't want to say taking baby steps because we still want to ride the momentum of Wall Street, but we're certainly, um, that, that's, you know, that's a very good question. Yes, absolutely. We're writing and writing and writing. That's the next big thing on our docket and has been for the past, like, six months. So, Do you, do you have any projected date when uh, when we might start looking for it? Um, not at the moment, not okay. unfortunately. I know that we'll be, we, we've written, geez, probably, like, close to, like, 67 ideas which amounts to roughly, you know, 20 full songs. So when I say ideas, you might say like a riff or a bridge idea or a verse idea, whatever. But um, we've just been working through that locally here at our singer studio and sending demos down to Florida. And then we're going to go and do almost like a writing pilgrimage (laughs) down to Florida and uh, hash out what the next, track listing is going to be, what the next songs are going to be, come back to Cincinnati, regroup, and then go back down to Florida again to actually track the recording. So I'm hoping there will definitely be updates all along the way, but as far as like a release date, unfortunately, I don't don't have one. It's okay. We we know we're looking out for it. Exactly. Yeah. We'll keep everyone up to date the the whole time. So is, is Florida, you know, you mentioned you're going down to Florida to record this and everything. Is Florida like uh, the place for you that, that, you know, has everything you need? I don't know. To tell you the truth, I don't know much about Florida. My mom's from Florida. um, But other than that, I never thought looking back, or when I started this band, like, we'd be going to Florida as much as we did. It, it's kind of random. It just so happens that the producer that we really, really love and enjoy working with 
lives in Florida um, and who had done Wall Street. Now, we've recorded in Boston uh, before, and we've recorded um, in Cincinnati before, and we've all gotten really great products, and we're proud of everything. But um, I think kind of um, if you kind of analyze what's happened to us since Wall Street's come out, it's a no-brainer that we're going to go back down to Florida. And who's the, uh, who's the producer down there? It's a company. It's a, the studio is Starlight Studios, and the producer is Brock Berryhill. Cool, cool, cool. Give a little shout out to Brock. Absolutely, you know? he's a good guy. If anyone needs needs a solid recording studio, I highly recommend him. You know, I wanted to. Uh, I was reading through things, and I saw that uh, AMP magazine. Um, they they made mention of how you know, like, what a treat it is to see such a band that's so driven and goal orientated. And you know, from looking at the amount of releases you have, and and reading through things, and obviously talking to you now, you can you can hear that you're you know you're very driven for this band and passionate about it. How do you guys keep up that level of focus? Um, you know, it it, it can be difficult because you kind of. Um... I mean, everyone has things going on in their lives and personal and band and, and whatever, you know, and it's just a matter of just really trying to stick with it and stick to your guns and just seeing it through, and that sounds a lot easier said than done, but it really just comes down to that. Uh, it can be really stressful sometimes, and you're like, man, well, where's the end in sight? Where's that silver lining? But um, you just got to really just be strategic. I, I think that's the biggest thing or like advice I could give anyone and again I'm not claiming to know anything but I would say strategy is really the biggest thing if you can map out an itinerary map out a game plan and and you can get other individuals that feel the same way and are motivated and and share the same vision that's more than half the battle that's really more than half the battle that's um you know a lot of a lot of musician friends of mine are like, well, you know, I, I can't get it to seem to get it together and this, that, or the other. It's like, well, then you got to find people who do want to get it together, you mm-hmm. know, and sometimes that has the unpleasantry of, you know, member changes and things like that. But um, at the end of the day, I think everything um, happens, I guess, for a reason, as cliche as that is. No, no, no. The, I think we're in this position that we're in because we all have the same vision and I'm fortunate enough to to be uh, in a band with four other individuals that, um, you know, have a similar goal in mind. Well said. Well yeah. said. You're absolutely right. It's a team effort. Yes. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, take a pause and let everybody hear another song? Uh, what would you like us to play this time? Uh, well, let's do uh, the, uh, track two, uh, Selling My Soul. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite songs on this particular release. And uh, I guess it would be, quote, the second single uh, off Wall Street. And it's Selling My Soul, so check it out. All right. This is Selling My Soul. Just a means to stay alive I'm getting by on fairy tales And coveting each line Convincing myself tragedies A blessing in disguise Please, please just bury me I'm free I've been selling my soul For quick remedies I 
Think function over fashion just an excuse for the blind And there's always better reading when you look between the lines There's a photograph to link me to most every single crime With God as my witness, I've been framed by Selling My Soul by The Upset Victory. Steven, where is the best place for everybody to go to get information about your band and keep track of what's going on? Absolutely. I would say theupsetvictory.com because you get your YouTube feed, your Twitter feed, your multimedia. Um, anytime there's a news update, obviously we'll post it on our social media, but the whole blog is there. Ask access to our entire uh discography, tour dates. So I'd say that's our big hub, theupsetvictory.com. Cool, 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 cool. I wanted to ask, um, because we already played Fake in this, and you mentioned videos there. You guys did a video for that too, didn't you? We did, actually, yes. This was our third music video, and it was for Fake This, um, and it was filmed in a district of our city, Cincinnati, called Over the Rhine. And it's a historical district that's really kind of turning itself around um, and really becoming an interesting, I don't know, melting pot, I would say, of mm-hmm. a lot of artistic developments. Um, everyone, everything from, like, uh, you know, really cool gourmet restaurants to, uh, you know, art exhibits to musicians to, to venues, you name it. And uh, we were fortunate enough to kind of get that space, and you can see the city skyline in the background, and 
just kind of made sense to kind of pay homage to uh, to our hometown. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, you mentioned about being busy and stuff, and everything. people got things going on in their life and everything. But you guys, uh, you guys are going to be part of the uh, Bunbury Music Festival in Cincinnati, and yes, a lot of a lot of big names on that. Uh, I noticed, and this is this is not your first year doing it, right? This is your second year. Correct. Yeah, and um, believe it or not, uh, last year when we played, two Cincinnati uh, bands that were uh, headliners were also playing this Cincinnati Music Festival: Walk the Moon and The National. Um, oh, wow. The National now lives in Brooklyn, but they originally are from um, Cincinnati. And then, of course, um, this year, Foxy Shazam, yeah. another um, Cincinnati act, is is set to play as well. So it'll be a good show. Um, Fallout Boy, Paramore, but then there's also bands like uh, Andrew W.K. playing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, you know, I think it's going to be a really good uh, eclectic lineup. So if you're... If you're a rock fan, I, I think uh, you'd be hard pressed to not want to go to this. There's, if you're in the area, because there's a lot of really, really great acts. Now that's that's in July from the 11th to the 13th. Correct. So anybody it's out that, there listening? Uh, it's that weekend. Starts on Friday. We play the amphitheater stage Friday, July 11th at two o'clock. All right, people, no excuses. You know when they're playing. You know where. <laughs> and there's plenty exactly. of time. You get over a month to travel to Ohio. So. <laughs> you really de- definitely should check out the website and see all these bands that are on there. I recommend that for everybody out there. Um, what do you want people to get from your music? What do you want them to have a takeaway from? I'd say inspiration. You know, going back to that theme that you had said earlier in the interview, I, I, if someone can get inspiration from our song, inspiration to do something positive or productive in their life, start their own band, um, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't even have to necessarily be music. If our music inspires someone, I think we've done our job. Nice. To date, what do you think has been the biggest career moment for the band? Hmm. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. There's been a lot of really great highlights. Um, a, lot of really, a lot of really good highlights. Um, I think when you're like a little kid and you you kind of like go to concerts for your first time and you look up and you go, yeah, I want to play guitar. I want to do that. Um, And then when you actually do that and all of a sudden you play with some of your favorite bands or in front of a large crowd or, you know, we we did uh, the Vans Warped Tour. We did, like I said, Bunbury was great. I think the general all-encompassing thing for me personally would that like that thirty second feeling right before you go on stage, knowing that you're about to do something that you've always wanted to do since you were a kid, and it's actually coming full circle and happening in real time. That moment, every time you're about to hit the stage, is kind of it's almost like reoccurring. That to me is kind of like a defining moment for me personally. Nice, nice. That moment when you know, you, yeah, you made it. That's great. So. Uh- We've still got a long haul and a long way to go, but there's been a lot of really, really neat things that uh, had I not played music, I wouldn't have experienced from friendships to traveling and just general life experiences. So very, very blessed in that regard. That's, no, no, no. It's wonderful that you can appreciate it too. You know, a lot of, I think a lot of people don't appreciate what they do and, 
you know, they're always, uh, you know, as well. I mean, it's great to be driven, but it's great also to say, okay, cool. We, we've already done that. We've climbed this high. That's great. Exactly. Um, exactly. We're going to wrap it up with one more question here. Uh, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Yeah, I just, thanks for listening. Um, thank you for having us. And uh, keep checking back with us. Um, you know, being an independent band, you know, sometimes it's really difficult to either, A, get the funding that you need or the resources that you need because you're kind of on your own. So it really comes down to fans supporting bands that aren't on the major labels and aren't necessarily getting all the resources they need. So bear with us. Be patient with us. We're working on new music. We're going to have new stuff out as soon as we possibly can. Um, we're doing it, you know, all DIY by and large. So that would be our biggest thing. Just keep, keep checking out with us and we're going to keep putting stuff out. Well said. And that's right, people. Uh, make sure you go see the upset victory if they're coming to your town. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's true of every band. You want to be able to support it. You want good music to keep coming. You got to go see them. You got to go buy what they're selling. And, uh, and I don't mean to bullshit. I'm saying like buy their CDs, buy their t-shirts, Buy whatever they, they got going because it's the only way this stuff keeps going. Not everybody's Absolutely. got a, an American Idol back pocket full of exactly. cash. Exactly. So, exactly. Trust know. me. Yeah. All right. Well, so, look, Stephen, I want to thank you for taking time to do the interview, and I want to thank you also for submitting to Reverb Nation. Uh, Absolutely. This is where we're thank getting to hear a lot of great bands from all over the country, man. I'm really digging it. Well, um, I really appreciate you having us. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it was a great, great experience. So thank you. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Uh, we're, uh, we're we'll we'll have this out soon for everybody, and uh, keep listening for more great music from unclaimed bands. Our guests have been Stephen from the uh, Upset Victory. Definitely go check them out. All right, everybody, take care. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.